Hi, everybody. Oh, a dog barked already. <laughs> We're off to a great start. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Right? This is gonna be, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was expecting we, we you are. to say something. I don't know no, why. I was just going to say um, this is going to be a real off-the-cuff episode. We've got dogs barking, and then we have me in an undisclosed location. Yes, in witness protection. And um, Kimberly <laughs> dropped her mic and it, it broke in half. And it's taped <laughs> together with sticky packing tape. And the dogs, oh, yes, dogs are barking. This oh, whole great. thing is diabolical. Oh, boy. Is it ever. Oh, that's the name of this episode. What a coincidence. What a great this, segue. Also, yeah, I looked up the definition smooth. of diabolical. Did you look it up? Okay. What, what is it's, it? Is it no, what exa- they said it was? It's exactly what they said it was. I just wanted, I yeah. was checking him. I was checking on him. I was more concerned with the fact that Dennis seemed to have not heard of the word and was like so impressed with the word. How did you come up with that word? Was it from literature? Where did you get? Like, I've, I think I, th- I thought it was a common expression, but whatever. Um, I think it is. Yeah. I call my dogs diabolical all the time and I will be right now because they're still barking. There's clearly a diabolical entity outside my apartment that they're barking at. I'm actually a little worried. Did you check outside your apartment? You're the one that's in a hotel and is probably yeah. going to be murdered. This episode could get really exciting. There's really a whole could. new show on ID Network that's just about murders that happen in hotel rooms. Oh my goodness. It's called Hotel Horrors. See, this is, and I'm going to be living that tonight. Yes. Because yes. I, don't, I don't trust this hotel at all. So if this episode doesn't get posted, it is not because we took our sweet time editing. It is because Katie was murdered. Oh, 100%. And also, it's the kind of hotel where I'm a little bit nervous because I left something in my car and I don't want to go down and get it. So that should like give you no, the No, leave it. Of leave hotel. it. You don't yeah, need it. Whatever it, right? it is. No, I don't need it. No, it's not worth your life. Okay. Tell me about Diabolical. Diabolical. First aired, season 25, episode 20, first aired February 24th of 2017. I would like to bring up a complaint. I think a repeat should be something that's at least two years older. Because you're not giving people enough time to forget if they've seen it or not. This episode is only a few months old. Right. Do not do that. Give us one from 2000. 10 and then i guarantee you it'll be fresh for all of us except me because i've probably seen it on id network 27 times but to normal people it'll be new to them this episode is hosted by dennis murphy again we're getting two dennis murphys in a row because we had him last week as well that's good Um, he's enough he is enough we decided that dennis is enough that's Mm -hmm. what our t-shirts are going to say dennis is enough so in 2013, 20-something Michelle Hadley meets a U.S. Marshal named Ian Diaz. And I just got to do a little disclaimer here. I'm not going to be nice about the heroine of the story because I did not like her very much. Okay. You, that's your right. Did you like her? I'm going to reserve my opinion for the end of the recap. Oh, okay. That's fair. So right away, she kind of brags that she's an overachiever. And Dennis states that she probably ruined the curve for everyone in school. And she's like, oh, yeah, sometimes I did. You know what, Michelle? I did too, but I don't brag about it on TV. Just in your podcast. <laughs> Just on my podcast. So 
So she meets this guy, Ian. He proposes to her. It was a total fairy tale. She always believed in fairy tales. And now it was time to find a starter castle to complete the fairy tale. So their starter castle is a condo in Anaheim. They try to really sell the Anaheim apartment with the fact that you can see the Disneyland fireworks. That's true. They're trying, they do a lot of Disney analogies. It's yes. She well, she much... worked for Disney. Right. She did marketing for Disney, I think. We've so... also had a lot of friends that work for Disney. So we also know yes. what kind of perks you get when you work for Disney. Maybe we should share with people the perks of working for what? the mouse. I think we'll be murdered if we disclose any secrets about the mouse. Okay. They keep I'm it sorry. really tight to the vest. Right. So, plus I don't really know what the perks are. So, um... <laughs> Two months later, they move into this condo where Michelle put down the whole down payment. Dennis is like, you put down the whole down payment? She's like, yeah, I'm a modern woman. I put down the whole down payment. But two months later, she packs up her Jetta. Stop I'm it. I'm sorry. But of course she drives a Jetta. And you knew it was going to be a Jetta. And the Disneyland firework condo. Yes. I, yes, yes. I, I did. I did know that. It literally could not have been any other car. She gives the reason that the relationship is not very healthy for her. She says she's not a very strong personality, which I don't know what to think about a person who thinks they're not a strong personality or says they're not. I thought that would kill you. I knew it. I was like, it's... She's almost like bragging. Like, I'm so delicate. I have such a weak personality. And then she's like, I have to be careful about who I surround myself with. And this wasn't healthy. For me personally, Dennis Murphy, it's better if I'm not in an abusive relationship. Well, aren't you special? It's better for everyone to not be in an abusive relationship. That is not a defining characteristic of you, Michelle. The not strong personality to me is just the worst insult. If somebody was actually to say to me, you don't have a personality, I think that would be one of the most hurtful things you could say to someone. So I have no idea why this girl is blasting to the world on Dateline interview. I am vanilla. strong personality. (laughs) I am vanilla ice cream and I drive a Jetta. And no sprinkles. Not even nary a sprinkle. No No sprinkle in sight. That's too spicy for me. And then saying how she has to be careful, it's almost better for her to not be in a relationship than to be in an unhealthy one. That literally goes for everyone else on the planet. So they both hired lawyers to fight for the condo. She says he cheated on her and was abusive. And then she sends him an email and it's filled with these references to the Bible and Satan and a mythical demon named Lilith, which really confused me because... I think in Judaism, Lilith is not a demon. She's, And then I got really confused by Lilith Fair as well. I, <laughs> it, I was just thought Lilith was supposed to be good because I think in Judaism, she's good. So it's just super confused. But this Lilith is bad. So Ian is so freaked out that he gets a restraining order. They decide to sign an agreement that says Ian has six months to get a mortgage for the condo in his name or he'll have to sell the condo and split the profit with Michelle so she'd lose a lot of her deposit, which was ten grand. I know that's kind of boring, but it kind of seems to be important for some stupid reason. So right. Michelle says she moves on, and she started an NBA program and started dating. And Ian totally moved on with this girl named Angela, and they get married. 
very fast. But how fast is six- all this taking place? I could not figure out how was this within a year? Was this within three? No, months? no, no. This was within the six month window. Oh, yes. That's so fast. Very fast. He marries her, and then the six month deadline starts to approach. And Angela Diaz is the wife of Ian. She is three months his wife, and she's pregnant already. So she files a restraining order against Michelle because I guess she started to recently get crazy emails from Michelle also. First, they were to Ian calling him Satan, saying like, you did not treat me like the precious, perfect treasure that I am, which kind of sounds like something Michelle would say. I want my power back because it belongs to us, the daughters of God. Oh my God. What? You grew up... um, in a religious household did you ever call yourself a daughter of god no it's a child of god child of god oh but so then the emails move on to angela the pregger's wife she starts getting these emails from michelle but they also say they're from somebody named jason ray who we don't know who that is that's confusing very confusing it said they were from different email addresses, and then finally it revealed that they were from Michelle. So they are threatening emails. They say, I hope you are scared of death tomorrow. We will steal your child, and we will watch as it dies. Be warned. You've lost. I am going to end you. You will suffer. I will pray for you, which is nice of her, I thought. She ended it on a real up note, I thought. I will, but I'll pray for you. <laughs> so Michelle admits that she did send the first batch of Crazy Pants emails to Ian that called him Satan, that said Daughters of God, but it was because she had PTSD from the loss of their relationship or how awful he was or something. Okay. So she says, I did send those first emails, but that was the PTSD talking. I never sent them to Angela. I never sent an email to Angela. I don't even know Angela. Who is Angela? This is where it escalates to crazy pants town so somebody posted ads on craigslist looking for people to fulfill this rape fantasy which dennis has never heard of that genre which a don't call it a genre don't because that's unless you're talking about turner classic movies and it's this type of film that you want to (laughs) watch like a spaghetti western is a genre yes that's a genre Mm -hmm. rape as a type of fetish or fantasy is not a genre. But I like that Dennis keeps it classy. But B, I cannot believe that he's never heard of this and he's a host of Dateline. How is that possible? I've heard of it. Well, I mean, you watch a lot. He probably doesn't watch a lot of ID Network. He's on it. I watch solely Dateline and ID Network. That's true. Exactly. So you know about this. I don't think my mom would know about it. I definitely think your mom would not know about it. No. My mom watches a lot of Dateline, but no, yeah, she probably wouldn't know about it. I so think, think I probably learned about Dennis, like it. your mom. Yeah, you're right. Dennis is like my mom. He's an innocent. Joni, He's an- you are enough. Yeah, Joni, you are you're enough. enough. I probably learned about it watching SVU. That's probably where I learned about a rape fantasy. Yeah, probably. Ice tea on SVU is super informational. So (laughs) I was being serious, actually. But he's the only one that's informational. Mariska, too. Yeah, Mariska, most of all. I mean, what's informative about Ice tea is he never really knows what's going on, and then someone has to explain it to him. And that (laughs) is where the educational part comes in. I understand. He's helping the exposition. Yes. Exactly. So John Mahoney has a whole bit about it, how Ice-T's like, 
So you're telling me this guy gets off on watching pornos with little kids? And they're like, Ice, you've been on this job for 12 years. How do you not know about this, buddy? <laughs> he says this like each episode. He's like, never seems to know what's going on. It's He has a whole bunch of bits about Law & Order that I highly recommend. So That's really funny. So Dennis, yes, is an innocent little babe and does not know about a rape fantasy. But it is where you post something online and you ask for someone to come and rape you which is really risky even if you're into that sort of thing i'm not into that period but let alone a random stranger out there that would respond to one of those ads it's definitely not gonna be a winner well yeah but it's not the point you don't want to i think they're usually wearing a thing oh yeah that's true a balaclava yeah which we learned what a balaclava was a few weeks ago so yeah it's not a baklava it's not a sweet dessert (laughs) They're not bringing over sweet treats for you. That's a whole different kind of fantasy. That is my fantasy. (laughs) But I prefer salty, like chips and pizza. So the ad says, I am 30, tall, gorgeous, and ready. Someone thinks highly of themselves. Boy, gorgeous. Gorgeous is a big word. (laughs) Gorgeous. I have a Yorkie that I walk every night. Come and find me. I mean, I just... Wow. I, it works. That's all I can say. She gets the men milkshakes that brought them all to the yard. That is what I need to start saying to people. I am not tall. I'm not 30. I'm not gorgeous, but I'm ready. So I have a Maltese that I walk. Dog has really bad breath and incontinence. Come and find me. So would that work? I don't think it would work. Follow so, the trail of poop down the sidewalk. <laughs> that's it, that would work. So it's many good. men start to show up at Angela and Ian's condo saying, found you online. And they keep calling the cops. The cops keep showing up. One time a guy actually gets his hands on Angela. She has abrasions around her neck. So it's terrible. So Michelle is charged with six counts of attempted rape. Now, this mugshot. Okay. Do you want to go into it now I mean, or do you want to finish the recap? I don't even know if I can finish the recap. <laughs> Let me just say, well, we've posted it online. I put it right away before we had even recorded this on our Instagram You posted and it online. You posted it. I did. It. Okay. I posted a picture of the mugshot and I said, maybe not the most attractive mugshot. It's really bad. She looks terrified. She looks like a terrified chipmunk owl yeah she looks like shelly duvall in the shining yeah she does there's photographic evidence of what a deer in headlights literally is (laughs) yes that's what that looks like so her parents stick behind her they are going to get her out of jail except the bail is a million dollars and they only have enough to either bail her out or get her a good lawyer. So she's like, mom and dad, you raised such a strong girl. I am going to stick it out in prison. I'm just going to complain about it constantly and talk about how terrible it is for about an hour. So I think they, that's the point of the Dateline interview. That was I'm the sticking whole up point. for her a little bit. Yeah, that's nice of you. It's really nice. Yeah. A lot of people online were really down on Michelle for just being so white and um, <laughs> love it. Loving Starbucks so much. But just to add insult to injury as well, they keep showing her parents casually talking about the case in their house. They're like drinking red wine while they're talking about it. Yeah. Okay. So she's in prison. The girl who loved Disneyland, fairy tale princesses, and her morning Starbucks. 
said she'd stay behind bars and tough it out. Jailhouse denims were her new black. Dennis, <laughs> you're so proud of yourself, Dennis. Dennis had some oh. good ones in this. You don't you ease up on Dennis. Dennis was all over this one. He was like, thank you for <laughs> giving his, me a juicy he one. He has his finger on the pulse of pop culture, that Dennis. He does. But he doesn't know what, what a rape fantasy is. He learns something new every day. He's not afraid to know, say, I don't know something. I like that about him. Yeah, me too. So she says right away about prison, I stuck out like a sore thumb. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But she says it so proudly because everyone yeah. else in prison is so gross, I think she's implying. Did you not feel yeah. like that? Yeah, a little bit. The breakfast is gross. It's gruel potato mash. No beloved coffee. She has to eat bologna sandwiches and it's like nasty bologna, not the kind of bologna you get from Gelson's. She did not even eat for the first few days, you guys. It was really bad. Also, good luck sleeping in jail. Ha 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 ha. Because the women scream like banshees. Yeah, because they're in prison and yeah. they're in there for a lot longer than you. And it's rough yeah. in there. The women were harassing her. I can totally see that. And I'm yeah. sure it was scary. She got a death note from somebody. I'm sure that was scary too. She said someone told her she walks like a church mouse and she needs to toughen up. Did you Some start more... laughing at that? Did, did oh, that I for connect sure with did. you at all? But she also worked for the mouse, and then she yeah. No, I was I was picturing one of the mice from Cinderella that like knit the clothes. The whole Um, thing. They had a running theme. A running theme. But I think also she was thinking like, "Ah, that's so cute. I'm so dainty. I'm a church mouse." So why am I so down on her? I don't know because she doesn't portray herself to be tough at all. She she just and maybe she is, but it what it doesn't come across in this episode that she has any kind of resilience or toughness or strength of character. It doesn't come across very clearly, and she probably does. Also, the constant "woe is me," the constant martyrdom. You want her to get out and be like, "Here's what I was able to learn from this experience," or something like that. You want her to sort of have these. Maybe even get angry that this is happening, and you don't even see yes. anger from her. You don't see you don't see a big emotion, and this is a big thing. She is maybe right that she doesn't have a strong personality. Maybe she Ugh. did not have any of those emotions. She's like kind of dead inside. So, what is her star? What is her Starbucks order? Oh, well, pumpkin spice latte in the fall, obviously. Right. right. Um, I don't really know about the other ones because I'm a frap girl. Because I basically just want a milkshake in the morning. Uh, I would guess like some sort of like skinny, non-fat latte. I was going to say maybe a, a skinny, non-fat mocha. Yeah, something like that. Definitely skinny. But I think, I think maybe that should be a new segment where we try to pick out what, <gasps> what people's is their Starbucks, Starbucks order. What is their Ooh. Starbucks order? And then maybe yeah, Starbucks like will send us some swag. <gasps> Genius. I, I come love up with it. good stuff in hotel rooms. Let's hope yeah, they make it through the night. <laughs> you are smarty. Write that. Write these ideas down on a I notepad am. in case you get murdered. It's going to be on the La Quinta pad. La Quinta okay. Inn and Suites. Okay. Oh my goodness! But it just occurred to me. Wait a minute. What's the room in The Shining? Two. It's two three something. seven. Two three yeah. seven. Okay. I'm not in two three seven. I'm several doors okay. down. We'll be okay. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Good. And I already checked the bathtub. We're good. There's nothing in there. Okay. Good. First thing, check the bathtub. <laughs> Did you check under the beds, though? Under the bed, I would always check. There's a brick under the bed. It's oh, not great. open under the bed. Yeah, I checked that, too. Come on. Okay, you're good. I'm not so, amateur. So her, okay, so this is when it starts to get good. 
because her parents actually do something really good because it seems like the police just kind of take Angela's word for it that Michelle was the one doing all this. That's crazy and to even me. Though they, right? They say That's there was crazy. convincing evidence, but I don't know what it was. Because Michelle's parents start to investigate IP addresses. The dad traces the IP address, which Dennis thought was amazing and a magician got him or something and the dad's like no any 15 year old kid can use this software dennis is like fascinated so but but of course dennis is more fascinated because why didn't the police use this software well exactly first yeah apparently the the anaheim pd don't have the right credentials to get this software that a 15 year old kid could get that could trace it because they never checked the da who looks like you know the munsters the grandpa really yeah with the white hair on the sides, and yes. then the black hair slicked What's back his on name? top. Oh, just you. Grandpa Munster or something. I think he might be Dracula. He really is Dracula, but what's his name? Boris? I, just, I looked it up, and they just said Grandpa, but I looked it up it, like the most cursory search that I could possibly could do, because I didn't care that much. You're putting a lot of pressure on me now. Okay, don't worry about it. I'm just going to quietly Google it while you speak. Go ahead. Okay, so the DA is like... Well, there was evidence against Michelle, and we did do a lot of searching. But really, did they? Because I don't really feel like they did. Because no. the parents the parents are kind of able to figure it out pretty fast. Michelle writes to her parents every day in jail, crying. She's losing herself in prison. She also calls them mommy and daddy, and she's 30, and that's... I don't, I don't love that. They hire this lawyer, who's a very nice guy... But he could have used a comb. His name is Juicy. Jousty. Jousty. Okay. Jousty. That's why it was funny because it was their starter castle, and his name was (laughs) was like Lawyer Jousty. I thought it was. I thought he looked like the guy from Revenge of the Nerds, Uh, and he really did something in the face. But he seemed like a decent lawyer, and he does um, start crying when he's talking about what Michelle's going through. So. Mom and dad figure out that the emails were sent when Michelle could prove that she was in class. The police department keeps saying they have an IT detective who is very skilled at his job. But what? So where's he been? Was he busy? Where's he been? Before? He was in Bali on vacation, I think. Yeah. Because they did not know what they were doing. I think then who they, it when was they finally... is the IT detective's 15-year-old son was really good at, at his dad's <laughs> that, job. The IT guys is like, Johnny, I will buy you the um, new World of Warcraft game if you help me solve this case. But I feel like they only started doing this investigation once the parents were actually investigating the IP addresses. They did. They did. It was yeah. ridiculous. So they can't prove that it was Michelle that was sending them. They thought it was, and they kept saying it was, but then when they actually try to prove that it was, they can't prove that it was her. So they decide that they're going to keep investigating, but they're going to let her out of jail. And so after the longest 88 days on Earth, <laughs> she gets her coffee and is gets to go home. 88 days. I mean, 88 days. That's, I just have to say 88 days. I have seen datelines with people who were in jail, wrongfully incarcerated for 20 years, who True. are less martyrish than she is. 
And she's like, this will scar me for the rest of my life. I will never move on. Also, I think it was 86 days in jail. I read a couple of things that said 86 days and then Dateline said 88. So I would like to know the truth on that. I'd like verification of how many days exactly. if it's even less, if you're saying it's even less, if it's only 86, I'm going to lose it even more at Michelle. (laughs) But she did get her beloved coffee right away. It is 86. Find somebody who loves you the way Michelle loves coffee. That's all I have to say. So she has an ankle bracelet. And she feels like an animal because she has an ankle bracelet. Even though she can still go to Starbucks and run the jog in the park, but she's a caged animal. She hides it with a sport. Yeah, they're just tracking. They're not. She's not under house arrest. They're just tracking. No, she. She was. It said. It specifically said she's still allowed to go to her gourmet coffee shops, but she when she goes out, she hides it with a sports bandage because she's embarrassed. The police finally drop the case against her, and she says how lucky she is that her parents were there with her because it was such a rocky transition. 88 days. I I can't. 86 days. 86 days. (laughs) Okay. I mean, jail sucks. I totally understand that jail sucks, but I watch that show 60 days in, and these people complain less. They are voluntarily in jail for 60 days. Well, they're and not sucks. a Disney princess. It sucks for them and not all of them make it because it is terrible. But they all survive. Okay. But you're right. It does suck. Sometimes there's lice in the toilets back up and there's a lot of drugs and there's bullying. I admit that it sucks. It do- it's, bad. Can- it's, scale, very bad. it's bad. On the scale, it's bad. It's like it a is, one. I would never do it. I watched the show. I would never do it. Okay. But I have to believe that I would complain less than her. I think that we should I, put this to a test. I would like to, I would think I would walk out and be like, I am a renewed person. I am going to dedicate my life to freeing people who were wrongfully incarcerated. I, I'm going to use my time to my advantage. But I, in reality, I would probably go to In-N-Out and get some fast food. Well, then you're exactly and, like her because the one thing that she said- Dateline. What she said in her letter home was, the first thing I want to do is have a gourmet burger and a (laughs) glass of wine. Now, I took, and I, now this is one thing that I was very annoyed about, because I would think in your Dateline interview, you got to pick something better than that. You've got to say, the first thing that I want to do is hug my dog, or hug my sister, or because she had an older sister, you know, I want to, just something that's a little more... Well. I think Dateline gave her those letters to read, and that just happened to be in the letter to her defense. And I also developed a theory about the Starbucks coffee thing. I think the producers knew right away how unlikable she was going to be to us, and they thought if she mentioned coffee a lot, it would make her more relatable. So they kept having Dennis ask her about the coffee. Like she was on Friends? Like she was on Friends? Coffee makes people likable? Sure. Yeah, like she's like Phoebe at coffee at Central Park. Yeah, or like, oh, sh- that girl's just like me. I need my coffee fix, you know, because they could tell that she just wouldn't stop crying and was going to be really annoying to people. And they were like, what's relatable? Starbucks. Everyone loves Starbucks. That's what I think. It backfired. It backfired. It way backfired because no yeah. one on Twitter liked her except for a few people. And I knew they were not our people. 
So the police finally figure out that some of the IP addresses are coming from the infamous condo where Angela and Ian live. (gasps) Twist alert. The starter castle. (laughs) Was it Ian, the U.S. Marshal, or Angela, the pregnant newlywed? So they start looking into it. It turns out Angela's rape story didn't make a lot of sense. There were a ton of holes in that story. Also, she has bad checks in her history. She once faked a cancer episode, which next to faking a rape episode is the worst thing you can do, right? Don't fake cancer. Don't fake rape. You're a terrible person either way. And she's not pregnant. That was another lie. They finally figure out that the emails actually came from Angela's cell phone, which kind of rules out Ian, although I still kind of think he knew about it. Now, they could have done all this at the beginning and saved poor Michelle those 86 slash 88 days in prison, but they didn't, and so we had to hear her talk about it for two hours. So (laughs) their original victim ended up being their number one suspect. How's that for whiplash, Dennis says. The DA charges... I liked that one. That one was my favorite. It was also one of my alternate titles. How's that for whiplash? How's that for whiplash? Or just whiplash. No, how's that for Uh, whiplash? The whole thing. You know what? You can get whiplash on some of those rides at Disneyland. Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain. The DA, with this side white hair, charges Angela for framing Michelle. And the schlubby lawyer is so proud of himself because he practiced this phrase. And then when he gets to say it, he's just so proud. He says, Michelle is accused of being Angela, who turned out to be Angela, pretending to be Michelle, pretending to be Angela. It's, we're hashtag blessed. Which is also one of my alternative titles. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're just blowing through them. You know Michelle uses hashtag blessed in every yeah. one of her posts. That's why it was my... And not, why it was not my... ironically. Just no. unironically. The DA pu- says publicly that Michelle is innocent and was the victim of a diabolical scheme. And this is when Dennis is like, how'd you come up with that word? What did you mean by that? Did the guys like... And Dennis asked Michelle, were the apologies enough? And she's like... I appreciate the apologies, but they don't rebuild your life and don't undo what's been done. And, and there's still that question of what's ahead. Um, what's ahead is she's suing them for a bunch of money. She's college educated. She has a supportive family behind her, a place yeah. to live. And she worked in marketing at Disney. So she's going to be just fine. The police... <laughs> say that they don't shouldn't have to pay her anything because it wasn't their fault. Angela's the one who did the whole thing. But it seemed like just some light digging could have proved that it wasn't her really. Yeah, not even not even like with a shovel, like with a trowel. Like just move some dirt around and you can No, like a toothbrush. Yeah. Like blowing on the dirt. Just blow on the dirt. Yeah. (laughs) Angela faces a slew of charges. Now we get to meet my favorite character of the episode, Angela's lawyer. Wait, and did you not think that nasally. was Angela? I thought it was Angela. I thought Angela was I thought it was Angela herself. too, until they start showing her interviewing and standing in front of Angela crying. 
So a lot of people on Twitter did think it was Angela because they kept saying Angela was a mess. And I was like, that's not Angela. Her glasses are so low and she's squinting so much. I kind of thought she was, was having like a really bad allergy attack. Her hair is all messy and her glasses are huge. Like my mom's Charles Nelson Riley glasses. Sometimes they're black and sometimes she has red ones. I posted on Twitter I said that she graduated from the law school of hot mess and ill-fitting glasses, and she <laughs> needs to brush her hair. It's just not, it's not a very good look for court, I don't feel like. And she's walking down the street, she can hardly keep her bag on together, she's trying to carry too many things, like she's going to drop things. She's like a human Kathy cartoon. It is... Kathy's perfect with the ack, ack. That's yeah, Kathy, Kathy yeah. trying on a bikini is like, ah, and her hair is in Okay, so she's just brilliant. Love her. Then we go back to Michelle. Ugh. Basically, she can't forgive because she thinks there's nothing more evil than finding a girl who believes in the best in humanity and loves other people deeply and making her question who she is and making her question her faith in humanity. That is the most evil thing in the world to Michelle. Thoughts? I don't, yeah. I, I, but I am going to say this. Where did Jesus go? Because we had a lot of biblical stuff from her. We had a lot of Bible stuff. And then at the end, it's not question my faith in God. She did not reach for him when she was in prison, I don't think. She in her not. letters, and she, she did away. not reach for him after. Do you think she's suing on behalf of her loss of faith? Yeah, I think she's okay. suing Jesus for letting her down. Because <laughs> I was, ta- I think she was taught that life is fair, and if you're a good person, only good things will happen to you. <laughs> if you're white had- <laughs> and a princess, <laughs> I think that. I think that's what ha- what's happening. Um, Did you have any guaca moments that you wanted to add that you wanted to discuss um, that were not covered in the in the recap? I did really like the um, Daily Beast reporter Kate, and especially how when she was covering the story from her office in New York, we had B roll footage of her making copies in her office. I just don't understand <laughs> some of the choices that they make sometimes. You do not Why like do we the B roll s- in Dateline. Do- why do we have to see her making copies so we can see that she makes her own copies? Watch, making copies is the most boring thing in the world. Why would you want to watch someone else do it? That's not good TV. <laughs> like, have her go for a walk and lean up against a tree like Keith would do. True. That's, that was pretty much it. Um, did you have any moments? I enjoyed Dennis very much in this. But do you think that Dennis kind of liked Michelle a lot? I felt like Dennis really liked Michelle. Like in a fatherly way? In a, yes. Like, this is a pleasant interview. I feel sorry for this girl. I like this girl. I think he liked Michelle. Yeah, and I think that's part of what makes Dennis Dennis is this purity. And what makes Mank and Keith, Mank and Keith, and Andrea too for that matter, is that they would not have liked her. No, they they would would be rolling their eyes at her. Yeah, but that's true. Dennis is just so pure in mm-hmm. his heart that he was the perfect person to interview her, I think. So I did like some of the quotes that were pretty good were a princess behind bars in an already beyond strange case. This turned things up to 11. 
like I said, Dennis has his finger on the pulse. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I have some outside guaca moments. Do you want a couple of outside guaca moments that are going to make you sure. hate Michelle? One sure. thing. One, yeah, I thought you'd like that. She has a blog. Of course. Which I did not visit because because I'm in a hotel. Of course. And I don't yeah, want. I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to tell you the title of it, and I think it's it's gonna it's gonna get you. Okay. The title is of the like blog. Gwyneth Paltrow's blog. It's what's Gwyneth Paltrow's blog called? Goop. Oh, I thought that was just a product. That's a blog too. No, it's a blog. It's a lifestyle blog where they talk about putting crystals up your vajayjay. What a weirdo. Okay, no, Michelle's is titled Two False Arrests, 86 Days in Jail. (gasps) But, yep, but wait. But that won't stop me from loving, laughing, or living. Oh my god, I can't. I kind of want her to stop doing all those things. (laughs) Like, oh, I do not like this woman. What is... I am all for monetizing things that are bad that happen to you. I totally think she should sue the police department. I She should write a book if she wants to. Write a blog. But you are not Nelson Mandela wrongly incarcerated. Okay? I can't. Does she have you recipes guys are gonna be best friends. for pumpkin scones? I didn't look. I on didn't her look. blog. I have, not, I have not looked at it, but I'm assuming there's a couple recipes okay, I, probably. I'm positive she does. And a couple of Bible verses from 1st and 2nd Corinthians. They're going to be in there. Yeah, just saying. Oh, That's... so she hasn't forgotten Jesus completely. Um, yeah. Who was your MVP of the week? Dennis. Dennis. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I um, thought Dennis was great. He was full of charm and vitality. He was great. Who I was thought coffee. Coffee, for sure. Because <laughs> okay. it's it made me want Starbucks, even though I hated her so much. It didn't turn me off of Starbucks. And the dad, I thought, was pretty awesome. Oh, for the parents, yeah. The parents, they actually were great parents, and they, my parents would be just as supportive, but far less competent in freeing me. So, um, mm. these these were like gumshoe parents, and they were like, "We're gonna figure this out." And they had spreadsheets, and they had legal pads, and they had programming. It was great. It was I loved them. Yeah. So, um, lo- my loser is Michelle. I really. It is so sad when there is a woman who fakes being raped and she is not the loser of the episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who is your loser? Um, My loser was Michelle. Angela for that very reason. No, it's going to be no. Angela. <laughs> I think no, you're because, just saying that. No, because Angela is really shady. First of all, so whatever They're happened. They're both in, crazy. Whatever. They're both no, you know who my crazy loser is? Girls. Ian is the guy. Is yeah. Whatever. Ian Diaz, the husband, because why is he wh- attracting crazy well, pants ladies? Yeah, his and their breakup was. She sort of like alludes to it, but then won't talk about it. And honestly, I think she won't talk about it because she's legally not supposed to talk about it. Because there was a protective custody order against her during yeah, their breakup. She, yeah, he, she's no innocent blossom. No, yeah, she is no withering flower. What about Joan Rivers Fashion Police? I had the messy lawyer. The schlubby? Yeah, he was messy. No, not not jousty. The female lawyer. Oh, for the Angela other Diaz. there were two messy lawyers. The female messy lawyer. Yeah, she I loved was, her. I was uh, Kathy is a really good analogy. She was Yeah. 
She oh. just amused me, and I was like, why aren't you pushing your glasses up? That can't be comfortable. No. They're, they're going to fall off your face. Uh, well, why wouldn't you push them up if you're going to be interviewed on Dayline? Or comb your hair. Did you see Dennis's bright orange sweater? It was like yes, a I did. Mr. I saw Rogers his pumpkin. He had a pumpkin bright. spice sweater. I wrote it down. Yes. <laughs> I, I think he's making a bold fashion choice. He's trying to stand oh. out in a sea of vanilla. But, but you're enough, Dennis. He is enough. He doesn't need to be orange sherbet. Yeah, we don't. He's fine the way he is. Yeah, we don't need him to be anything. Wait, one more thing really quick about Angela. The other thing that I wanted to tell you why she was actually totally my loser. She wasn't. (laughs) I think that she's a special brand of crazy because she faked that pregnancy. First of all, people, what is with the people and the faking of the pregnancies? Mm -hmm. Enough is enough. But she Mm -hmm. faked being pregnant with twins. And I don't know why that got to me. Yeah, that I read that and I was like, that's a special brand of crazy that you're going Mm. that far to be like, there's two. That's like, I don't know what that that's maybe always wanted twins. So she I don't get it. But does that seem a little bit extra crazy that you have to take the lie that much further? Yeah, I don't. That gave me the willies. Anyways, no, I, I was not. Do you have any other fashion police? Uh, no. Do you have alternative theories? Yeah, it was oh. Michelle. <laughs> it was Michelle pretending to be Angela, pretending to be Michelle. Okay, I'm into that. She had a graduate degree. She knows how to use a computer. And yeah. she, she certainly wrote those crazy fire and brimstone emails. At the beginning, she fully admits to it. So it is not beyond her to do some biblical justice. That's true. But it Old backfired. Testament. Old Testament justice. Yeah, it backfired. But I, I honestly don't put it past her because I think okay. she's cray. I will actually give also, you that. Also, I do think if it was Angela, I think that Ian knew what was going on. That was my alternative theory, was that it was Ian. Because I think, look, he's a U.S. Marshal. Let's get real. He's going to know how to fake all this stuff. I think he made it so that Michelle would be out of his life and Angela would be out of his life. I think he's. Ooh. I think he's the craziest of all of them. Do you think he was setting up his own wife to get raped? Mm. Or he was knew that he was going to be there to stop it from happening every time? Yeah. So it was just to get her in trouble. I think it was just to get her in trouble, yeah. But he can't get both of them in trouble. It's either one girl or the other. It, that then... plan doesn't make any sense. Okay. I didn't and think my theories are always airtight. They are. You, you're <laughs> It's I'm true. always like, it was the dog. The They're dog did it. <laughs> it was the weird aunt. No, she didn't <laughs> live there. <laughs> Horrible. Okay. Um, do you have alternative you have, titles? Yeah. This has been a paid advertisement by Starbucks. That's great. Um, and it's only been 88 days. Calm the F down. And I'm going to have to amend that to it's only been 86 days. Calm the F down. That's good. Poor kid. What were yours? Um, I had uh, 88, which also has to be amended, 86 days later. And then I had <laughs> yeah. Lilith's Revenge. I don't know why. I was really into the Lilith, the Satan, the demon Lilith, whoever that mm-hmm. is. Um, I had hashtag. Were blush, you thinking which... at all of Lupe's Revenge, the King of the Hill episode? Yeah, a little bit, a they... little bit. I thought you might be. Yeah. Um, and then hashtag blessed, which is gone. Um, <laughs> then I had Church Mouse in the Big House. <laughs> which I was very proud of. And then I have the number one title of all time, which is Diabiblical. <gasps> That's good. It's just switching It would a few be better if they had continued that theme the whole time. 
Yeah, d- instead kind of, of Starbucks, if instead we had gone with, I expected her to continue it. I expected her to be a little more godly. But you know what? Not. Michelle ruins everything, and now she's ruined your good title. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Thanks. Thanks, Michelle. Michelle. This is a brilliant title, and you've ruined it. Ruined by never mentioning God again. She only believes in God when she has PTSD. The rest of the time, there's no God for her. Her God is Starbucks. The rest of the time. <laughs> That's another good title, or a t-shirt, or a tote bag. That could be, that might be mine, though. I mean, actually, just, I know, but I've been off of it. I've been really good. I've been trying to save money, and it's not good for my acid reflux, but still send us Starbucks gift cards. Oh, I, the only casting couch, I have to say, is really, really, if you have not seen The Shining, look up Shelley Duvall. Yeah, you'll be amazed. Right? Oh, yeah. Someone put up a picture of her holding the knife and screaming, it's the mugshot. It's, I mean, that is who she is. Should we go to Twitter? Please. I can't wait. Okay. Kimberly E., this effing lawyer crying over a white girl forced to eat bologna sandwiches in prison for three months awaiting trial. See? People felt (laughs) the same way. Boudini, I don't think there's anything more evil than what happened to me. Oh, really? She manages to be wrongfully accused, yet still awful. Um, <laughs> April, Angela has bats in the belfry and Michelle is a self-absorbed nut. Why don't we say bats wow. in the belfry? Can we say bats in the belfry more often? It's been said. I want to say it. I'm going to uh, say it a lot. And wait, does it make you want to go, and the bats in the belfry and the silver spoon? No. <laughs> little boy no. blue in the ma- Okay. <laughs> Not even at all. Okay. But now it will. Now it will. Now it will. <laughs> Baby Sarah 80. Yeah, something's definitely off with that chick. I see the best in humanity. Except my ex. He's Satan. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. She did say she loved humanity, loved all people, saw the best in everyone, right? Yeah. Get the, Yet that, she girl, also, that girl, by the way, that girl needs a dog. She needs to learn she, how to love an animal. Yes. Cat Elise 81, that defense attorney looks like she got attacked by a squirrel. <gasps> Literally minutes before the interview. Like <laughs> but it made me think a wild squirrel came out. Like on The Office when that bat is put in a bag and then put on Meredith's head. Like, like bats again. Bats everywhere. Well, I also, th- it reminded me of the owl from that owl murder case where they thought an owl had clawed at her head. That was great. Like, I love that case. I still this, love that case. This defense attorney could be the walking exhibit A for the owl defense theory. <laughs> it totally could. <laughs> Baby Sarah 80 again. I appreciate the apologies, but I didn't get to have my Starbucks for six days in a row. I'll never forget that. Hashtag never See? forget. No, wait. Hashtag. Too soon. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Too soon. Hashtag. No, no, no. It's never too soon. Um, too soon. Cindy Boxer. Do not hire that lawyer if her glasses are comically too large and she conceivably does not own a comb. <laughs> Dateline producer. Okay, this is fascinating. I'm Michelle ready. majored in medieval and early modern studies at Dickinson <sighs> College. Wh- why? What? Medieval studies? Like medieval times? How did she get a job at Disney with that I don't degree? know. Here's another interesting fact. This will blow your mind. What? Michelle interviewed for the CIA and got an offer, but passed over the life of a spy for the field of marketing. I'm going to be sick. What? 
how can the that girl CIA? Be a spy? Are they desperate? Is the CIA desperate? Should we? Well, call? here's a theory. Here's a theory. Okay. We have said she has very little personality and it's very vanilla. Maybe they were looking for people who would blend in. You know, like on the Americans. Oh, definitely. You do not notice them. Oh, it's very good. If she was sitting next to you on a train, you would not notice. You'd think the seat was empty. Anne Veal on Arrested Development. Yeah, pretty much. When they're like on her yearbook picture, it says not pictured. She's a a human invisibility. And then George Michael goes, they printed a retraction. (laughs) In the spring supplement. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, I love her so much. Okay, this is my last one from Dateline Producer, but this one I just did a huge eye roll. Um, Michelle wore the ankle bracelet for 30 days following her release from jail. It left scars on her legs. Morph. I can't. I'm sorry. Put some Neosporin on it and walk it off. Because (laughs) I don't feel bad for you. No matter what they say, I don't feel bad for you. You started it by writing really creepy emails. No, um, she started it by lamb. starting. No, no, she started it by starting the interview by saying, "I don't really have a personality." Yeah, and that is in the first That's five true. minutes of the episode, and from that on, oh, and like, bragging well, that she supposed to like she you? ruined the curve for everyone in school. Yeah, you're a lamb. Is a sex genre really a sex genre if Dennis hasn't heard of it? <laughs> um, Grace M. No, don't bring the Yorkie into it. A couple people were really mad that the Yorkie was getting involved in it. Uh, Anne DiStefano, mugshot take two, the blowfish. Stop it. Do you think they gave her two takes? Below, she also wrote, baloney has degrees of nastiness. Does it? That's a great question. Anne DiStefano, does it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think baloney is just baloney. It's all bad, right? All nasty, right? But a she said that it was the grossest kind of bologna possible. So it probably wasn't bologna. It was probably just mystery meat, which I guess is bologna. Yeah. George Albert, did she contact the mumps in jail or is that just an ugly cry? Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Carl Billing, me playing the tiniest violin for Michelle being in prison. Yeah. Summer of Soaps. Oh, boo-hoo, I stuck out so much in prison because I'm a white, rich fairy tale princess. They made me eat bologna. Uh, your lamb. Sarcastic husband. You know who else screams like banshees? The daughters of God. <laughs> and my final one, Nikki FBF. When are we going to talk about her face? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yeah, so people on Twitter did also not like Michelle, okay. and I was really happy about that. Oh, I had one more casting couch person. Who? It's someone that I think you know that I also don't really like for no reason whatsoever. Um, Julia Stiles. Oh, lots of people don't. Could you see her with dyed hair playing this role in a TV movie? No. Well, yeah, no. if they were trying to find someone who didn't look like her. My instinct okay. is no, okay. but I'll look it up. Shelley Duvall okay. is so spot on. I know. It would have to be a younger Shelley Duvall. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what Shelley Duvall looks like now. Maybe she has not aged at all since The Shining. You don't know anything That's about possible. Shelley Duvall right now? Oh, you're, in for, a, you're in for a treat. <laughs> I don't want to know. 
Oh, the know. levels of Cray are. Woo. She like she oh, like God. believes in crystals and went on TV and has done some crazy interviews. You need to look this up immediately. Oh, please. so she's like Spencer Pratt. Oh yeah, it's it's Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes. Oh, I yeah. love it. Okay, just a couple things from Twitter. Stephalita said, coined the term for people who like Josh Mankiewicz, the Mankettes, and Josh liked it and retweeted it. He said, hashtag the Mankettes. So it's been officially coined. It's a thing. We okay, haven't got it. We haven't decided about Keith. Stephalita said, um, also suggested the Lean Queens, which I really liked, but it, that has not been made official yet. Scott McCracken from a couple weeks ago weighed his tape gun and <laughs> did not find that it would be heavy enough to kill the woman after the early shift, but I don't think it was an industrial tape gun. So April, who's Eric underscore A, I think is how you say it, she offered to go to a UPS store for Scott McCracken and measure um, an industrial tape gun and see if it was heavy enough. She also... Scott said that he you could say that Michelle was tapped out or taped out, which I booed. And then April said, well, it's a sticky situation, but I'm going to go to UPS and research tape guns and that'll be a wrap. They were just really trying to get under my skin at this point. Um, but Do I said know? that I would read them. T- I would read them to you and you would like them. I am thoroughly impressed and upset that I didn't think of them and wasn't involved <laughs> because I don't handle the Good. Twitter account. So now everyone knows. I know. If you want to reach me, you Um, have to go to Facebook. Scott has said he's going to try to get a pun that is going to be good enough for both of us. I said, you're just give up right now. It's never going to happen. Is diabetical considered a pun? uh, uh, Punish? That's kind of a pun, yeah. And I kind of enjoyed that. That was yours, though. Yes, it was not Scott McCracken's. No, sorry, Scott McCracken. Stop trying to... I kind of enjoyed it because I felt like it was against michelle and anything that's against michelle i am for at this point (laughs) so and then i said i hope dateline appreciates how much research we were trying to do to still solve the murder after the early shift and they said they did appreciate it so i was pretty happy about that that's that's pretty much all i got we got a got a lot of new friends on twitter a lot of people who thanks who who like the show and who are obsessed with dateline like we are i love it good thank you friends Thank you. Um, Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe and write us a review on iTunes and leave us a star review and write something. And say hi. And say hi to us. And um, remember, don't watch alone. Don't watch alone. Watch with a Starbucks. Oh. We got to get that. We got to get that sponsorship. Come on. Be enthusiastic. Yeah, get that money. Yeah. Get that Starbucks money. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye.